Because in California, what they'll do is they will confiscate. Now think of that. They're going to seize the property. They're going to take it away from you. Now they can't pick, a, pick it up in a truck, and like a tow truck and bring <laughs> it. They can't do that. But they're going to kick you out of that property. And then the government doesn't want the property. So now listen closely. They're going to sell that property for just the back tax. Welcome to Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's Guide to U.S. Real Estate, a podcast for international investors and real estate entrepreneurs looking to break into the U.S. market. G'day, g'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another cracking edition of Investing in the U.S. podcast. From Los Angeles, I'm your host, Reed Goosens. Good as always to have you with us on the show. Now, it is a new year. It's 2018, and it's going to be a massive year, and I'm glad that you've all tuned in. And I hope you're going to learn from my incredible guests and hopefully these incredible guests inspire you to take action and get off the fence and go out there and make it happen. This show is for anyone who wants to invest here in the United States, not just international investors, but anyone who wants to make it happen here in the US. As you know, I'm all about sharing the knowledge with my loyal listeners. There's absolutely no BS on this show, straight into the nuts and bolts. If you do like this show, please give us a review on iTunes and you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter by searching at Reed Goosens. You can find this show wherever you podcast or across all the platforms, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play, but you can also find these episodes up on my YouTube channel, so head over to reedgoosens.com, click on the podcast link, and it'll take you straight to the video recordings of these incredible interviews. You can see my ugly mug, but the beautiful faces of my guests each and every week. All right, guys, enough out of me. Let's get cracking and into today's show. Today on the show, the pleasure of speaking with Ted Thomas, America's tax lien and tax deed authority and specialist. Ted is a Florida-based educator, publisher, and author. He has published more than 30 books in his career, and his guidebooks on real estate have sold in over four countries across the globe. In the recent past, over 75,000 clients have you know, carefully evaluated Ted's quick start introduction in secured tax lien certificates. He is the go-to expert when it comes to tax liens here in the United States, and we're going to find out a lot more about that and much, much more. But enough out of me. Let's get him out here. G'day, Ted. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today, mate? Well, I'm happy to be here. And after an introduction like that, I better be good, right? <laughs> well, mate, I'm yeah. really, really excited to have you on the show today. Thank I, you. When, Thank you're, when, you're, when your assistant reached out, I, I looked at your website and I was like, wow, this guy is literally the go-to guy when it comes to tax lien certificates. But we're, we're going to get into that in a little bit. But before we okay. do, do you want to maybe rewind the clock a bit, a bit and go back to where you made your first ever dollar? And I'm not talking about your real estate job. Wow. I'm talking about the first ever dollar you made on your, on your you know, as a kid, you know, on a bike run, on a milk run. How did you get the oh, entrepreneurial yeah. Oh, you skill? hit it right on the head on a bike run. You know, that was, uh, that was the days where I delivered newspapers, for goodness sake, when I was in junior high school. Oh, my, yeah. <laughs> delivered newspapers. I remember uh, in those days, they had a morning edition and a night edition. Right. Oh, you hated, you hated the morning because it was so dark you know and i had to go on your bicycle to get there and then go to oh my i haven't even thought about that for, for 50 years i haven't thought about that yeah well so that was the first first money yeah well the reason i ask it is because it's such a it's the people that i ask who do have a you know a job when they're when they're young they they sort of get the entrepreneurial spirit but it also helps yeah. me frame the question in so walk us through your life you know what have you done how did you get oh, was always involved in real estate or have you you know has it been a gradual uh, progression Okay, good. All right. Uh, that's uh, nobody ever asked these questions, so that's good. Uh, all right. So first of all, uh, I, uh, when I was in school, I was bored silly, mm -hmm. and all I wanted to do when I was in school was be a pilot. Oh yeah, 
Ah, I wanted to be a pilot. And so I come from a family of plumbers, right? And I want to be a pilot. What are you, crazy? You're supposed to be a plumber. And I said, no, no, I want to be a pilot. So uh, uh, I, I spent time in the military as an air traffic controller. And then I uh, uh, went from there into flight simulators. And then from there, I went into actual flying. And so uh, my first career was actually as an airline pilot. Mm. And I worked in paradise. And that was called Honolulu, Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And I worked there for a number of years. But when I found out how I could make money in real estate, I said, oh, my goodness, wait a minute. I'm flying to island to island every day, and this is pretty and it's beautiful, but where's the money? Right. And so uh, I kind of uh, – that gravitated me over into the real estate business, and I did it. Uh, so I resigned from the airline. Nobody ever resigns. Right? You, you get that job. That's a 30-year job, right? <laughs> so didn't quite plan this answer. But anyway, from, from the flying, I, trans, I transitioned over into real estate. So, so I left the Hawaiian Islands, like, and I moved to San Francisco. And that day – in those days, we called uh, the, the United States the mainland because mm -hmm. we we're out there on the island. Yep, so yep. we went back to the mainland, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, I guess it'll be like living in Tanzania and coming to, the, to Australia or something. Right, you know? right, right, you right. Know, so, yeah, uh, Tanzania, I guess it is, not Tanzania. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, um, so I did real estate uh, as a business. It was very good business. And it went, well, like, if you ever saw the space shuttle, it goes straight up. That business went straight up. Right. I made an absolute fortune. By the time I was 30, I had made a fortune. Uh, problem was... Uh, inflation was taking place, and all of a sudden, the, we had this huge uh, market crash in 1986. Most of your people weren't even born in 1986, but we had this market <laughs> crash. They closed 2,000 banks in the United States in 86. Wow. wow. And uh, I went down with them, let me tell you. I mean, I was flying around my own jet airplane. Wow. And anyway, we, we, we lost everything. I ended up in a two-bedroom apartment, wow. and I was in my 30s, you know? And so uh, uh, that's how I get in the business I'm in now. I've been in the same business. I want to get in the business, didn't have a lot of uh, risk. It had a lot of rewards. You know, I could make a lot of money, but it didn't ha have the risk. It just some risk of employees and making payrolls and that kind of thing. But it didn't have the risk of, uh, you know, the market going up and down, up and down. So that's how I can. That's, 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 and, and has it always been in tax? And we'll get into what a tax lien is, but has it always been in the tax lien and tax deed certificates business in, in real estate since back in when you were 30 years old? Yeah, when I was 30, I was doing regular real estate, and uh, I was only buying apartment properties and office buildings. Okay. And I ended up, I had 4,000 apartments, and I had many office buildings. I'm talking about mid-rise, not high-rise, like yeah, you yeah. see in a big city, but, you know, eight and 10-story office buildings with 100, 200,000 square feet. So that was a very good business, but when the market crashed, I learned more about foreclosure than you ever want to think about in your whole <laughs> life. So I actually became a foreclosure expert, and I did plan to tell you all this. But I actually wrote books. Uh, I, my first book I ever wrote was a bestseller, mm -hmm. and it was uh, How to Make Big Money in Foreclosures. Okay. So I actually taught people how to market and find foreclosures. So I did that for a number of years, but then I could see that that business was never going to get great, you know, it's because there was so many competitors. Right. You know, here in the States, as you know, hundreds of TV shows, hundreds of people doing the same thing. So then I tr transitioned over to the tax certificates and the tax lien certificates. So and, that, and, so that was a much safer business. And that's what we've got you on the show here today to talk about. Yeah. So right. let's get into the nuts and bolts. So sure. people who are listening out there, you know, wanting to invest here in the United States, they might think, what the hell is a tax lien certificate or a tax deed? Right. Do you want to maybe right. just walk them through the educational piece of explaining sure. what that is? And we'll get into some more questions. Right. right. Well, you'd be surprised. I actually teach this class in Melbourne. I teach oh, it in really? Sydney. Oh, really? Fantastic. Yeah. I teach it in Singapore. I teach it in uh, Bangkok. Uh, the class, briefly, we're going to talk about. All right. So uh, think about it this way. Think, just think of a real estate property. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's a house. Mm -hmm. It could be an office building. Every property in the United States has what, what we call in the States a property tax. Yep. Now, it's usually somewhere between 1% and 3%. 
All right, so let's say it's 1%. So a million dollar house is gonna have a 1% tax on it that you do every year. Mm-hmm. All right, now, as in any part of the world, you're gonna have some complexities in that people are gonna die, people are gonna get divorced, people are gonna have a crisis in their life. So if they don't pay that tax, then the local government, now I'm not talking about the federal government, and I'm not talking about a state or provincial government. I'm talking about a local government, like a little city or a little town. Yep. That, all, that, all of that town's um, revenue for the police force and for the hospitals and the schools comes from property tax. Mm-hmm. So that's how property, so all the roads are built on property tax unless they're an interstate highway, all right. So uh, two to 3% of all properties in the United States will go into tax default, not foreclosure like a bank now, tax default every year. Now, two or 3%, and now I'll tell you that there's 100 million properties in the United States. Wow. 100 million. Wow. So now we're talking about two or 3 million properties going to tax default. So half of the states are very benevolent. Florida is a benevolent state. Florida says, oh, you couldn't pay your tax. So they're going to issue a piece of paper. Let me just reach over and get a piece of paper sure. off this desk. Piece of paper like this, just a big piece of paper <laughs> like that. Yep. And it'll say tax certificate on it. Mm-hmm. And you can buy that certificate. Hmm. In other words, you could pay my taxes. Okay. Now, if you, if you do that, you're going to get a big reward. So the government says, oh, great. So number one, when you bought that, you bought that certificate and paid my tax, they're going to, you're going to get the certificate. Okay. So now you control the property. It can't be sold. It can't be mortgaged. Uh, so only two things can happen with that certificate. Either I come in and pay you and buy my certificate back. That means I pay the taxes. Mm-hmm. And I have to pay here in Florida an 18% penalty. Hmm. You get the penalty. Interesting. The money goes to the government and you get the penalty. So now you're earning 18%. Now, if you go out and check, the banks are paying about 1% right now. Right. So now you earn 18%. In Texas, you could earn 25%. In uh, Illinois, you could earn up to 36%. Interesting. All right, so that's a benevolent state, very benevolent. But you're in California, so let's talk about California. Mm-hmm. All right, so in California, they're not so benevolent. <laughs> but they do, they send a the note out and say, look, you didn't pay your taxes. Now, they're slapping your hand. You're not paying a tax. But you will pay this tax because in California, what they'll do is they will confiscate. Now think of that. They're going to seize the property. They're going to take it away from you. Now they can't pick, a, pick it up in a truck, and like a tow truck and bring it. <laughs> they can't do that. But they're going to kick you out of that property and then the government doesn't want the property. So now listen closely. They're going to sell that property for just the back taxes. Wow. And this is all, California. And this is all in front of the bank, right? Yeah, well, what the government, the government is always in front of the bank. Yep. When you buy a tax certificate or buy a tax defaulted auction, you're ahead of the bank because bank, the bank, is, everybody tells you in real estate when you're studying mm-hmm. that the bank is number one priority. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not the number one. Number two. Taxes are always first. It's <laughs> yeah. always first. Okay, so, so, um, so in California, let, let's take Los Angeles. I don't know where you are, but in Los Angeles, they will have every year somewhere between a low, I've been in that auction about five times over these 25 years. Um, they'll have a low of 1,500 properties. Mm-hmm. Some are huge ranches, some are houses in Beverly Hills. They're gonna sell that property with the starting bid of just the back taxes. Wow, that's incredible. That is absolutely it, incredible. Oh, this has been going on for 100 years. <laughs> uh, the, the pilgrims that came from England invented this system. Mm-hmm. So in the United States, there's 3,000 counties and there's another 1,400 municipalities. So there's 5,000 tax auctions every year. That's 100 a week. Wow. So talk to me a little bit about like, 
The tax auctions, okay. So let's maybe and talk about the process and the timeline involved. If I want to go to one of these tax auctions, how do I how do I find it? How do I go about doing it? And then let's talk about how do I acquire that actual that that piece of paper. And then what's the the timeline involved with me actually getting paid my eighteen or twenty five percent? Okay, well, a lot of questions here. All right, so let's do one at a time. <laughs> yeah, one sure. At a time. So first of all, half of the states sell a tax lien certificate. Mm -hmm. That's just a piece of paper. Yep. Okay, and they will they will publish online and in the newspaper that they have certificates available. So I'm speaking to you today. I live in a little island right off the coast of Florida. Florida in the month of May will have 1 million certificates available. Wow. 1 million. And so all you have to do to buy a certificate, they don't care where you live, uh, who you are. You don't have to be a citizen. Doesn't matter. And all you have to do is have a USA bank account so that you can write a check in US dollars. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you just raise your hand at the auction like I'm doing now, and you can buy that certificate. The government wants money, so they're going to they sell them to anybody. So, like I teach people in Singapore, if they can get an American bank account, then all they can they can buy them online. You can do this online. Wow! So, um, uh, uh, half of the states, almost half of the states, sell those certificates. Okay, they'll list those. So, place like like Miami, Florida, uh, Miami Dade will have sixty-five to seventy-five thousand certificates just in that county. So if a person wanted to find it, they could find Miami-Dade County on, online and then see when they post the, post the list and then buy it. Now, we like to tell you, you ought to learn a little bit about it before you start buying it because you don't want to buy, you know, something that's underwater. I mean, literally underwater. Right, 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 right. You don't want to buy a, you know, a trash dump and stuff like that. <laughs> so there is a learning process. So we're kind of skipping that. All right, but let's go back to California or Washington or Oregon. Those states, they're actually going to sell the property. And uh, let me see if i got a pro. All right, so they will issue... Uh, they will actually, uh, this is just something I downloaded. It's just a, a, an auction brochure. And what they'll do is they'll, they'll, they'll show you pictures of it. They'll show you, tell you all about the property. I mean, they want to get rid of these because they want the tax money. Right. So the government will do that. So, so, they so this, is a, this is a big business. It's a, it's a multi-billion dollar business okay. that people can do. And you can buy, you can buy tax liens for $50 to wow. kind of get started. Uh, you can buy them for five hundred thousand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's going to depend on. So let's say there's a let's say a, a big high rise building doesn't pay the tax. Believe me, that that will come up for tax auction. Interesting. I mean, Interesting. I have I have bid on certificates uh, like a shopping center in Phoenix. They didn't pay their taxes. They owed a hundred thousand dollars that year in taxes. I bid on the certificate. Mm -hmm. It was a sixteen percent certificate, and uh, uh, I didn't get it, uh, but uh, uh, someone else did. But uh, they they paid that money right directly to the county. Now you can't invest with me. I'm not in the investment business. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a player. I bought, I did seven deals uh, last year in 17. I, I bought seven properties for 20 to 30 cents on the dollar. Wow. That's what I paid. Wow. wow, wow. But it, though, though, when those big ones come up, yeah, there's just this, it's a, it's abundance. There's so many, you can't handle it. <laughs> I mean, if you got a, if you had all the bank's money, you couldn't handle this business. Right. Interesting. So, Talk to, so now we've, we've, we've talked about how we can find these, these different tax liens uh, and tax right. deeds. Right. Once you acquire it and you've got it in your hand, you say, like, okay, I'm the new owner of this, right. you know, of this piece of paper. How do exactly. you then go about talking to the current occupants or current owner of the physical asset to then get them to pay you that money? Like, is there, is there, there's a dialogue that obviously that would start and, and how do you go collect? <laughs> you don't do anything. It's a passive investment. Hmm. You just go home and sit on your assets. Just go home and sit on your asset and wait for them to pay. Only two things can happen. They either come in and pay or you get the property. Let me say it again. 
If the property owner doesn't pay you on your certificate, you get the property without a mortgage. Interesting. And so the how, how long do they have to pay that? Okay. Now, you have to be broad now. Right. The United, the United States did not come into the United States until 1905, before all the states were here. Mm -hmm. So first they got Massachusetts and some of those places where the pilgrims landed. Mm -hmm. So that was their colonies. Then they kept stealing it from the from the Indians, and then they stole some from the Mexicans and, and whatever. So they kept, they kept, the country kept growing little pieces at a time. So every state and every county has its own rules. So if you're in one county in Florida and you go to the next county, they're going to have their own rules. Sure. But generally it's this. Generally, you buy a certificate in Florida, the longest it could stay outstanding is two years. That's the longest. The longest. Interesting. So, yeah. so, you, so that's why you would go and acquire them, as you said, go home and sit on your assets, <laughs> and then you would wait for them to, you know, at the worst time, two years time. Is that correct? Two years. Yeah. When we went to Texas. It's 180 days. Wow. Okay. And you, if you, if they don't pay you in 180 days, you get the property. Interesting. 180. And what's yeah. the conversion rate? Like, obviously, <clears throat> they'd be very incentivized for people to pay it. So, you know. I know you're not in the business of owning the physical asset, but it's a good upside. So what is that conversion rate of someone going, oh, take it, you know, or, or yeah. you know, they, they don't pay it? Right. So I've been, uh, there's 3,000 counties and there's 1,400 municipalities. I can go to any one of them and we have databases so people can, can get right online and know what's going sure. on in every one of them. But I've talked to the treasurers and I've been to physically to about 250 counties and, and they tell me that, 95 to 97 percent of all the people will have all their money back within 24 months wow wow short-term investment okay so so is it, it so there's a very very slim chance that someone would default and you'd, you'd you'd be in possession of an actual asset right actually when you raise your hand like this and you buy that certificate mm -hmm. you should go home and pray <laughs> that they don't pay right because you'll have bought a property for three cents yes Yes, that's so See, funny. From the back taxes. That's, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. So where would I find, if I'm wanting to go down to the local steps, people talk about going down to local courts, courthouse. Do I go to the courthouse steps to find these these deals? Where do yeah, I go? It, you're actually going to go to some designated point that the county, uh, that's kind of the term they say for foreclosures mm -hmm. because they say the banker's going to go on the steps and sell the property. Uh, uh, this is the same kind of thing, but they're going to say, we want you to show up at room two. 227 right. on the second floor <laughs> and and they're going to well the auctions now uh you can actually do it online it used to be now when i started you'd go to the auction and they'd have let's say they had i told you well let me give you an example in phoenix arizona they'll have 17 to 30,000 certificates to sell the guy would show up with a three five by by five card he'd read the property number and say do i have a bid okay they pick up another one it would take them five days to sell all the property because they're doing one piece of paper at a time yeah yeah and now yeah, but they still sell property that way. But the certificates are so massive. Just in Florida, there's a million certificates. A million. Wow. wow. And, you, and you're only... It's one state. And you're only acquiring seven of them a, a year. Is that right? Because you Are you specific yeah. on what, what ones you choose? Is there a criteria that you like? You know, because I guess we haven't even spoken oh, sure. about that. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. No, no, I, no I, I, I need to tell you this. Tax certificates are for little old ladies. <laughs> because here's the deal. You give your money to the government you get a check back from the government. Mm -hmm. If you don't get paid, you get the property. That's, that's as complex as it is. Right. That's a pretty simple, right? Right, right, right? All right. But what I want to buy is I want to buy for properties for 20 and 30 cents on the dollar. Okay. Okay. So I don't want to buy those certificates. So I find states, remember, half of them are going to sell property. So I find a state, California, New Hampshire, New York, wherever, and then I 
download all that information. Okay, everything's on, almost everything's online. I can get the rules for the auction. I can get all that. Some of these books that I'm showing you right now, I download 150 pages. Wow. Because they might have 400 properties, mm -hmm. 400. Okay, so I pick out the ones I want. I say, oh, this is a nice little house. I want to buy that one. Now, I have to go, uh, I, I can look online. I can, have, I can have the satellite come down and take a close-up mm -hmm. of it. I can have people go look at The only thing I can't do is go inside it. Okay. So I want to try to buy. My criteria is I want to spend 20. I'd like to buy for five cents on the dollar, but, but you can outbid me, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so I'm going to say, well, wait a minute. Why don't I bid 20 cents on the dollar? Because maybe you don't have that much money. So I, get, I bid 20, and then you bid, and it's all right, go to 25. I'm, I don't want to go, I don't want to go much over 20 cents on the dollar, and then I'll own that property. Okay. And then talk to me about yeah. the, 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 uh, the actual physical tenants who would be in, it's their house, right? So now, you've, now you're the new owner. How do you evict them? How do you go about getting them out of the house because they haven't paid? You, you don't do anything. Um, first of all, 90% of them, there'll be nobody in the house, hmm. 90%. But if they are in the house, there's a simple process in the, in the United States. They call it due process of law. Due process of law. And you'll have the same thing in, in Aussie right. land and, and the English have the same thing. So, so it simply is they will send a notice, a physical notice, a piece of paper to each one of those people and say, you have to move from that house. And it's a legal document. Mm -hmm. And that'll be delivered by a process or, server or a sheriff. And it only gives them a certain period of time, three weeks, six weeks, whatever. You might have to issue that a couple of times. It's only a paperwork process. You don't ever want to go near that house. You never want to communicate with the people. You never talk with the person in default. Mm -hmm. You never ask for collection. Mm -hmm. You never talk to it. It's a, it's a process. You have an attorney do it first, first, and then once you know how to do it, and it's all written up on the county website so you could do it physically yourself if you want. Otherwise, you pay attorney 350 bucks or And they go and do it for whatever. you. <laughs> of course. It's much, it's much easier. So, yeah. so Ted, talk, think, of, uh, think of your business like a restaurant, right? We're walking into your restaurant. Right. We sit down at the restaurant. And we've got a menu. Walk right. me through what's on your menu for your business. Now, from the free stuff all the way through to the caviar that people are paying you know, $1,000 a pound for. What, what for, for, a okay. for a Not only just the clients, but someone who wants to get involved with you you know, and, and they like what you're doing. They said, "Hey, Ted, how do I get involved? And what, what's the menu look like?" Okay. All right, I'll leave the I'll leave, I'll leave a little pitch for the end. But uh, it's Ted at Ted. It's TedThomas.com. Yep. So sure, and there's free videos there. So so we've said that. So let's just educate on this one. All right. So the uh, the first thing you want to do is just go to that site, watch the free videos, mm -hmm. and that'll that'll give them a good understanding of what we're talking. And they'll just see me being interviewed by a professional interviewer. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, that's all it's saying. And it'll show examples. We got video. I'm, a, I'm big on video. I have thousands of hours of video. I mean, thousands. Mm -hmm. We teach a video. I teach this class worldwide every Thursday night. And I teach it in Singapore because, you know, it's bright and early in the morning there. Mm -hmm. In Australia, it's uh, 10 o'clock in the morning when I'm teaching here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, and I've been doing that for, for 20 plus years. All right, so first thing they do, go to the site and watch all that. So they get that. And then the next thing they're going to do, if they, if they don't want to spend any money, then they should learn some counties they want to look at in the United States. So once they look at that county, they can get, get to the county and say, well, do you have a tax auction? The, tax, the county will say yes. And then they can ask for information. And those counties will say, go here to the website and get it, go there. And they could, the, the, like the brochures and stuff, you could, they could download all that. Okay. They, it's all for free. They could learn it there. Yep. Uh, it, 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 they, it's worldwide. We spend more time now teaching people how to use the computer to go in and get information than we do with the actual process of this. Cause this process is so easy. It's really easy. Uh, they're not allowed to go to auctions uh, except online. 
because uh, they have to qualify. In other words, you've got to qualify to go into the auction. They don't just want hundreds of people to come there because hundreds of people just, they're, they're confused. They don't know what they're doing. They slow the whole thing down. Um, um, uh, everything they need is either online or on my website that they need. And uh, once, they, once, they, once they start, they'll find it's, it's very easy to do. It's not difficult to do, but it's a learning process. Just like riding a bicycle or driving a car, you have to go through that process. Sure. Uh, I teach people, I'm a, you would know it because you don't know me, but I'm a very conservative investor. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to, uh, I, I'm out of the risk business. That's why I get in this one, <laughs> I'm out of the risk business. Well, I'm the guy that went all the way up and had, had a, a $20 million net worth and it went away in one year. Wow, wow. Yeah, because when the market crashes, you don't want to be on the bottom of that pile of rubble. <laughs> sure. You know, sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. But believe, but believe me, um, that, that's going to happen in real estate. Yep. Because real, real, estate, real estate used to do this. It no longer does that. Real estate is a volatile market now, just like commodities or anything else. People just don't realize that volatility, as it's going up like this, you're taking on more and more risk because you're taking on more and more mortgages. When that thing falls, it goes Straight. A 20% drop in real estate wipes you out. Yeah, 100%. If you're going to go 20% down, yeah, you, you, <laughs> you have no equity no, in the property. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're gone. Yeah. So, so I'm, very, I'm very, very conservative. So, so you've got the free videos. You've got the online training. Any one-on-one -on -one right. sort of mentorship programs that you do or, or any books that we can go out and buy to, that will also help us a bit, bit, of, bit of bedtime reading? Yeah, the, um, um, uh, the website will show them where they can uh, download all the books that we have for, for not all, but the ones for course materials. It'll also show them how they can download video. We can teach everything on video because we've spent a lot of time doing it. Sure. Uh, they can download classes. Uh, if they come to a, a physical class, which people do, uh, but when, I, when I'm teaching in Australia, I stay there for three days and teach them for three days. Mm -hmm. So they, they can go a three-day event, and then they can really do it. Uh, those classes are all videoed, all, all done on videos. So that, that's easy for them to do. They can have a coach. We have uh, all of the coaches that work for me are not reading books. These are people that have done 40 deals, 70 deals, 100 deals. In other words, they're deal makers. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a deal maker. I go out a, a seven. I, I run the business, but I, do, I still did seven last year. The big money isn't teaching. The big money's doing deals. 100%. Everyone knows that. But the fact is you've got to get the people yeah. to, to in through the funnel to help you, you know, with your business. So, right. uh, and bring, right. bring you more opportunities right. and there's more people out there helping you essentially bring you deals. Right. <laughs> it is a deal-making type right. of business. Right, exactly. And so, some people actually go with the, with the coach. They take a coach and go to the auction. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, so, that's, that's so, Ted, we walked through all the, the tax liens, tax deeds. What else should we know, a listener would not need to know getting involved in this business? Uh, the important things to get to know is that um, uh, the f first thing is it's not a get rich quick. It's just a business mm -hmm. and you're never going to run out because uh, there's going to be, there's a hundred million properties, two or 3% will go into that tax default every year. And so then it's just a matter of going slow enough and doing it in a step-by-step. -step. In other words, a systematic process is going to be important. Yep. You don't want to be trying to buy, uh, let me, uh, I don't know if the audience knows this. You don't want to try to buy in Seattle at the same time you're trying to buy in New York, at the same time you're buying in Texas. Okay. You want to learn one area and then become a specialist there because there's going to be so much. The abundance is like uh, Houston, Texas, they have an auction every month. I said every month. Wow. 200 properties just in Houston. <laughs> it's, it's, it's abundance. There's too much abundance. So you can go to the auction and you can go and watch two or three times. So it's better to go slow uh, the most important thing I could tell you, and it's not because I'm in that business, the most important thing is get a coach. 
we can teach in one year what will take people five years to learn. Sure. It took me a long time to learn. Sure, sure, sure. See, I, I went through all that mess where I lost everything. And so I learned a lot sitting in those courtrooms <laughs> and all the rest of it. And then I just built on that. They don't have that advantage. So if they'll get with a coach, they can do it relatively quick. We can have them at the end of the year earning six figures. Wow, that's incredible. That's absolutely yeah, incredible. Yeah. But I, I think I like what you said about the being specific and niche to an area. Because like, like anything, exactly. any type of investing or any type of real estate, if you're an expert in your that, that area, whether it be Florida, New York, Texas, whatever, you know the ins and outs of your market and you know you can be, you yeah, be able, absolutely to, be able right. to pick it up. That's incredible. Yeah. So um, once you have these properties, you know, you, you, if you acquire them, um, are, are, is there any concern with you know whether the roof's damaged or do you go in there and rehab them and try and sell them if once you've acquired that property well here's how we take advantage of all of our competitors <laughs> <laughs> so everybody is teaching do fixer uppers yep. there's no faster way to bankruptcy than that i can assure you no faster way because you're gonna the people that get into fixer uppers think they only need a little money yes in this day and age you can't sell junk anymore. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to sell. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna go in and fix her up. A kitchen can cost you anywhere from 10,000 to 40,000. Mm -hmm. A bathroom can cost you anywhere from five to 20,000. You're talking about real money. All right, so what we do is I teach, I teach two ways. First way I teach is what I call a Walmart approach. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows who Walmart mm -hmm. is. Okay, Walmart says, ah, we're gonna be the biggest retailer in the world, which they are, okay? until China gets an, another shot at it, but you get the point. They're the biggest retailer. They do, they do one thing that's important. They buy it low and they sell it low. So if you buy a property for 20 cents on the dollar, easy example, property had a value of 100,000 according to the tax selector, mm -hmm. you bought it for 20 cents, sell it for 40 cents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Get rid of yeah. it, buy low and sell low. So you got cash flow. Mm -hmm. And as you grow, you can decide to do fixtures. Mm -hmm. All right. Or cherry pick uh, the ones that you want to do, right? At one auction, you, you might look at 400 properties in auction, not buy one. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You have to say, wait till the next auction. But you see all the TV guys and all the radio guys and all the mail guys <laughs> that are prom promoting, they're saying, buy it and fix it up. Well, when you have to buy it and fix it up, now visualize this. You've got to hire someone to do the roof. You've got to hire someone to do the kitchen. Yes. So, now, you can, you can do it yourself. It's okay. Do it yourself. It's only going to take you six months. <laughs> So which do you want to do? Do you want to make money? So I say, buy it low, sell it. Mm -hmm. Sell it to those guys. So advertise that you got a fixer-upper. Let people know that. Let them know on Craigslist, that doesn't cost anything. Let them know on eBay, on eBay, you know, do stuff like that. So we teach them to get in and get out, get in and get out until you build up your, your reserve. Now, once you got a couple hundred thousand dollars, it's a whole new ball game. Now let's buy one, especially because it's in a nice neighborhood and let's fix it up. Yep. And then you're gonna make you you might make bigger profits, but you've got is a whole different to, a, that's a whole different topic yeah. we could talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. But most people think they can do both. You're not gonna get in for pennies uh, and get it fixed up and get it sold quickly. You, it's it's an agonizing long. It's a six month process, okay. which nobody wants to talk about. But all the TV shows at night. Oh, look at this beautiful place we made. Yeah, except now it's a seven hundred thousand dollar house. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with you. So Ted, what biggest piece of advice would you give someone who wants to look to get involved in this business? Uh, I'd say um, uh, search around, find someone that's, uh, um, you know, there's a whole art of getting a coach. Sure. There's a whole art. And the art is simply this. Find someone that's doing it. Find someone that's got experience and find someone that can pick up a piece of paper and say, I did this, I did this, I did this, and I did this in the last 18 months. You don't want a coach 
that's teaching someone some other other thing two hours from now. You don't want a coach that hasn't done deals. You don't want people around you that are not doing deals. This is takes me back. When you ask me that question, here's what I went back to in my brain. I went back to my dad was a plumber. Mm -hmm. My dad, to be a plumber, first had to be an apprentice, yep. lugging all the pipes, okay? <laughs> then he had to be a journeyman, and then he got to be the master. Mm -hmm. And that's what you want. You want that person to guide you through the process. You don't want to get someone that's got a big fancy TV show. You don't want to do that because you're going to, you're going to buy hype. You don't want to buy hype. This is just a dirty business. Yes. No, it's nothing glamorous. Completely. It's nothing, nothing glamorous. Okay. So, uh, uh, so my, my best advice is find someone that will guide you. Doesn't have to be me. You can do, but someone that's done mm -hmm. it. If they haven't done it, don't listen to them. Yep. Simple as that. I completely agree. So mate, yeah. uh, what have you got planned for 2018 and beyond both personally and professionally? Uh, first of all, personally, I love what I'm doing. I'm 78 years old. I, I like, uh, I like working. Uh, I run a small boutique firm, but, uh, we're, we're high end quality. We're on, on a teaching end. Uh, it's not unusual. Uh, I have a small mastermind, seven people in the mastermind. Nobody in my mastermind made less than six figures last year. Nobody. Wow. They all made six figures or more. And, uh, so, uh, I'm going to keep doing that. I like doing that. I like teaching. Uh, I like buying, doing deals myself. And uh, we're just going to keep doing what we've been doing. We're happy with the, where we are. We're, we're, not, we're not a huge firm, but it's, uh, it's something it's that successful works. Successful and, and you lean, mean, keep them yeah. keen, right? <laughs> yeah. If, you, if, if your people go to my website, yep. which is free stuff, they'll, they'll see, they won't see me. They'll see me answering questions, but they'll see people doing real deals. Real people. They're, they're, we, we just, you can sit in my room and talk to anybody and they'll, they'll tell you what they're doing. Well, Ted, I always like to end the, the, end the show with a quick lightning round of uh, five questions. You ready to dive into it? Okay, let's go. What is the daily habit that you practice to keep on track towards your goals? Is there a routine that you get up every morning and do uh, something that is, is cathartic and, and ritualized? Yeah, first thing I do is put my feet on the floor and I say, if it's to be, it's up to me. That's it's the first thing I do. The next thing I do is I go get my um, uh, Levi's that are too big and, a, and a, <laughs> a sweater and I get on my bicycle and I go out and do 10 miles. Wow. Okay. Yeah, 10 miles. And I do that in an hour. Then I come back and I uh, uh, clean up. Uh, I, I eat healthy and uh, then I work. And then anybody that works for me, I only work with them for a maximum of one hour. Hmm. If anybody works with me, they'll never see me more than an hour. And then I give them, I give them what they're supposed to do. And then they have to get it done. If they don't get it done, they might have to be with me for an hour and a half tomorrow. <laughs> but all the people who are, and, and I routinely do the same thing. So, and I study and I, I still go to school. So this year I'll take at least three classes that will be three weeks or, or three days or more, of, you know, with other of, people. Of anything in particular? Yeah, um, uh, one thing I'm fascinated by is uh, is uh, how people react and how they uh, how how you can help them if you if you talk to them. In other words, the psychology mm -hmm. of, of working with them. I love that. I I, uh, I do a lot of travel. I've been all over the world. I've been on every continent, and I uh, so I, I I program all those things every year. Fantastic. So that's 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 pretty much what I do. Ted, second question: Who is the most influential person in your career to date? You obviously have a long career. Who would be the most influential oh, person? Oh boy, oh boy, oh. <laughs> um, right, right now, uh, something I'm trying to I'm trying to teach you do a better job of teaching. There's a book called uh, 8020 mm -hmm. by Perry Marshall. Mm -hmm. 
people might want to write that down. If they haven't read that, you got to read that. That 80-20 rule will, will save you so much time. So I've been studying a lot more of Perry. So, so he's someone recent, but I go way back to the Warren Buffett yeah. uh, stages and those kind of things. Uh, Donald Trump is uh, quite an influence. Uh, he's very controversial, but, uh, but if he would just keep quiet and you look at what – he's one of those people that gets a lot of things done. Yeah. And I, I followed uh, Mary Kay, if you know okay. who that is. Mary Kay, uh, she was a woman that her husband trashed her, and uh, she built an organization with 600. Mary Kay Cosmetics in the mm -hmm, United States. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She has 600,000 people working wow. for her worldwide. Wow. Yeah. So, so I find those people and then follow. Uh, there's another one, uh, uh, women especially. By the way, my business has more women than men. Good. Good to hear. I'm sure. I have more women. I don't mean it internally in my the women working, but I mean, I have more women Learning. doing this business right. than men. Interesting. 65% of my clients are women doing this business. Wow. That's, that's great. Because they don't try to fix them up. <laughs> See, they, 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 they listen. I tell them, don't fix them up. Just sell them. And that's what they do. Uh, okay. So Mary Kay was a, a, a real influence. And then in this, uh, you might, uh, you can research her. Uh, you want to research, um, uh, what's a gal made of cookies? Uh, um, um, I, I can't think of her name. I can, um, uh, Fields is her, her name. Anyway, she made chocolate chip cookies. Mm -hmm. And she was one that built a whole bunch of stores. These little empire builders, you want to follow them. Sure, 100%. That's who you want to learn Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Don't, don't, go, don't fall in love with your college coach or something <laughs> like that. Go look at someone really made it big and then modify it for what you I think do. that's incredible advice. What is Thanks. the most influential tool in your business? And it could be uh, electronic. It could be you know, an app or it could be a physical tool that you use every single day that helps you be successful. Well, we all got one of those, the telephone. Yeah. And using and using yep. it, the telephone. Yep. I completely agree. Yeah, I completely that. agree. Uh, I'm very fortunate that I'm surrounded by people that are really computer savvy. Mm -hmm. And and so I've got a man sitting next to me right now. He's got a little app. We can go out and look at forty properties in eight wow. hours. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. In a strange county. We can fly to a strange county and look at all those and come back with an iPad picture <laughs> of it and all the data. <laughs> Love it because you got an app to do all that stuff. So I'm surrounded with those guys. I surround my with people that know more. Fantastic. than Fantastic. I think that's the way you got to be. And Ted, last yeah. question: Where can people reach you if they want to continue the conversation? Uh, they should just go to uh, uh, tedthomas.com. Uh, there'll be free videos there, and uh, that'll that'll get them started if they want. They don't spend any money. We're not offended. Uh, they'll learn a lot about tax liens and tax deeds. <laughs> well, mate. I have had an absolute blast interviewing you today. I've learned so much about tax liens, tax deeds, and just you're a good, you're, you sound like a really good bloke, you know, down to earth, you're really approachable. Um, you've had a lot of experience, which is fantastic. And I'm sure you could bestow a lot of that experience upon many, many people who would want to follow you. So well done with all your success. I think the biggest takeaway, a piece of advice that I took away from today's talk was, you know, follow someone who's actually doing something. I think when you pull up that piece, piece of paper, you say, if they haven't done anything in the last 18 months, get rid of them, you know, screw, screw them off. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, you have to do that. Otherwise you're going to spend your time following uh, falling in love with this person. And you might be following in love with someone that doesn't know that there's new rules every right. year, new rules every year. Look at how that internet's changed. So you're, you're growing up on the internet. It used to be people did the same thing for 20 years. Now you'd be lucky to get 20 months. <laughs> Seriously, 20 months. That's what Well, yeah. Ted, thank you so much for dropping by. Enjoy the rest of the week and we'll catch up soon. All right. Thanks, mate. Bye. 
Well, there you have it, another cracking episode jam-packed with some incredible advice and some actionable steps. There were some great takeaway pieces of gold nuggets, uh, so make sure you rewind and listen because Ted has so much to offer when it comes to tax liens and tax deeds. Really, really fascinating type of business. Um, Just to recap for everyone who didn't quite get what it was, you essentially go into the county's office. Um, you will then bid on a on a on a on a property that's defaulted on their tax. They haven't paid their taxes, and then if in if they don't pay the taxes to you, you essentially will acquire the property. So, very very interesting stuff. Getting you know d- properties for pennies on the dollar. Um, if you do have any questions for Ted, please remember to jump on his website, uh, tedthomas.com. Now also you can check out all the show notes from today's show up on my website at readgoosens.com. Make sure you hit the podcast tab. Now, thank you for taking some time out of your day to continue to grow your investing knowledge because that's what we're all about here on this show. We want to continue to grow your IQ in 2018 and beyond. So remember, you learn from my uh, awesome guests, but also you've got to go out and take action. We're going to do this all again next week. So take care, be safe, and remember, happy investing. Thank you.